I didn't know that. I thought he said. So. I thought I heard him say some other shit. But fuck it. <clears throat> it's the word for word Fright Night, Freak Night, or some type of night. I don't know if you know, but vampires are some cool people, are they not? But let me tell you something I found out. A werewolf can kill a vampire. Did you know that? I never knew that. So I don't want to be a vampire anymore. I want to be a werewolf. This nigga said that at a rally. They're I, going can't to even, I, I can't even say um, I think there's more context around <laughs> No. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying you can't even say that shit. You don't know what the fuck is going on. It, it just, you know, <laughs> I hate to say this, but you ever look at a motherfucker and be like, man, I know you dumb. He just has that look. Like it's always like like mouth gaped open, like kind of like just standing there, like kind of stupid. And I know we're going to talk about it. Oh, my bad. I don't get it, man. I just don't. I know we're going to talk about it later, but what did fucking, um, what did, uh, what's his name? What did Dave Chappelle say about Herschel Walker? <laughs> what did he say? And he was talking about. He said, he said he said he wasn't calling him dumb. He said he kind of got the look, like the mouth gaped open, the head tilted sideways, looking like. Now he said, "I'm not right. saying he's dumb, but this some this motherfucker's obviously stupid." He said something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Put mm-hmm. a joke together, but oh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Let me see. But anyway, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you may be listening to this podcast. I had a good night's sleep last night, man. Whenever you may be listening to this podcast, we're the better than you pod coming to you another week. Go around the room real quick. Joe, what up? Uh, not much, man. I had my first little day working in my new uh, group or whatever. Oh, okay. Uh, it was interesting. I did a lot of walking around uh, this big-ass building on this army base. And uh, it, it was all right. I mean, shit, um, shit right up my alley. But um, I don't know. I'm getting calls for, like, other shit. So I'll see <laughs> if anything pops in the next, like, month or so. I may be leaving this shit. But. Now, nah, cool. I, now, but you, but you, you have the same uh, flexibility in terms of um, like um, work from home. Nah, not really. They be oh, having okay. like a, they be having like a work from home day, but the shit is like a little more like uh, hands on. Like I'm gonna be writing like new. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty much writing. I'm gonna do more like write. I'm gonna do more writing on, um, like some new shit. Um, so I gotta kind of be there to like see if the shit I'm well I gotta pretty much be there to like kinda do shit or like watch the motherfuckers do shit so I can actually write the right procedures on like this equipment and shit. So I gotta be there a little more than I would want to, but all right. That's so good. I mean I, I can't complain though. You know what I mean? It's worth Yeah, no, it's not but but the main thing is it's nice to have options. So I'll say yeah. that and what up? I got the quote for you. Oh okay. He said, I don't want to speak badly of him because he's black, but I have to admit he's observably stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, even, even when he's not talking his mouth, it seems to be open a little bit. Like, he's the kind of guy who looks like he thinks before he makes a move on tic-tac-toe. Tic-tac-toe, yeah. <laughs> oh, that shit, David. I mean, I won't get too much of David's the goal, yo. Right observably now. stupid. That shit, that shit is hysterical. That shit is hysterical. But what up, though? How you? I'm I'm good, man. Next week is you know Turkey Day. All right, got deep fry out. I'm ready to roll. Uh, Deep frying turkey, but they love it. Are you gonna fry? Yeah, because because everyone else is afraid of fire. (laughs) Seriously, they don't want to do it. Like they like, oh my god, like all that oil and all that fry. Like yeah, just you you know what you're doing. Drop it in there slow. 
I'm not a fan of the um, I'm not a fan of the fried turkey thing. Like I think it's kind of overrated, personally. But I mean, I get I'm, it. I'm not even. But, but they just want it. So I'm like, all right, I'll do it. I bring shit up, shit buying. It, it's faster, but it's just like I, I mean, a turkey. I yeah, you don't gotta get up four right. in the morning. Yeah, you don't gotta get up four in the morning and slow bake that motherfucker for the whole yeah. till two, three o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that you know, it's it's easier, and they like it. And I guess the thing more than anything else, like I'm not a fan of it, but you know, I got a free turkey because I all the time in the supermarket shit like that. The most expensive thing is the fucking peanut oil. I'm like shit. Oh yeah, because you got to get the big, you got to get the Costco size jug. Yeah, and that shit like one time use. Like y'all want me to do this? Yeah. Like throw me a twenty. And then you got to dispose of that grease too. Exactly. You, you can't pour that much grease into the you dig a hole and pour that much grease into the yard. Nah, nah but I got I got me a, um, I got me a chicken titty there my throwing the grill. That's go. about it. You know what I'm saying? Keep it light. All I asked for was macaroni and cheese. I don't really care about nothing else. Same here. All right. So uh, all right. Let's uh jump right into it. Damn, I thought I had this story up, but it just hit the button and took it away. Um, Shaquella, I don't know, disturbing story. Come on out. Why are you taking so long to come out? Disturbing story. This, uh, Shaquella Robinson, I caught one of it. Um, somebody had mentioned it in a room and then posted the link and I happened to see the link. So apparently Shaquella Robinson, excuse not apparently Shaquella Robinson was found dead. Um, uh, 24, within 24 hours arriving in Cabo with a group of friends and the autopsy determined caused the death to be related to a broken neck and cracked spinal cord, though her friends claimed she had alcohol. She had alcohol poisoning. I did not look at the video, but uh, but I will say that I'll say I'll start with this. That her friends did come back and say that she died of alcohol poisoning. I believe it was. And again, I didn't watch the video. I'm not sure. I think, Joe, you might have watched the video or know more about the story than I do. But there was a uh, she was in. She was being um, beaten on and not fighting back until the point that she was killed. And people just stood around, watched, and then they went back uh, home and lied and said she died of alcohol poisoning. But I go. Did you see the video, Joe? Or who saw the? Did anybody see the video? Or watch the I video? I saw it. It was like a full video, a longer video that was uh, posted. Okay. I just watched probably I think a little minute clip. Oh, okay. Okay. There might have been more um, to it from what I heard, but. I watched the man of her getting like dragged around and like beat the shit. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm looking at a little bit. I'm looking at a little bit of it now in the hotel room. It looks like just one girl and she's just going to town on her and she's not fighting back. I don't want to see her. I don't want to yeah, see no more because I might see the death blow. But yeah, that shit looks gruesome. Go ahead, Joe, my bad. Yeah, and then I heard. Yeah, I just pretty much saw that. I think about a minute or so. I just getting like. Beat up. I think she's naked or wearing very little. That, yeah, that's what I. That's what I just saw too. That's what I saw too. And then with some uh, effeminate sounding dude in the background, like some trying to like fight back or saying why she ain't fighting back, seemed quite unbothered by watching this uh young lady getting the shit beat out of her, or the life beat out of her. Right. Yeah. The shit was, from what I understand, the shit was like weird. It just people just stood around and at least. Break it up. I mean, we all, for the most part, I'm pretty sure I can speak for all of us that we all seen a fight or even, you know, we've all either seen a fight or been in a fight where motherfuckers see shit get to a certain point, let them fight it out a little bit, and then you get to the point where you're like, nah, 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 chill, 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 and you break it up. Like, you got him, you got him, that's enough of whooping his ass. Or, like, if it's somebody that's an asshole and they, we feel like, nah, nigga, you need to get your ass beat a little bit. We let it happen for a few, 
And then we go in and we stop and nah, 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 you got it because that nigga need his ass what we understand. Boom, 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 boom. But it just appears that everybody just sat there and just let it go on. I don't know how for on for see, how long. See, and shit and crazy. That, was the, huh? that was the shit that got me because when I first seen it, it's like, <clears throat> damn, this young girl, 24, 25 years old, uh, like you said, she got beat to death by these motherfuckers, but that was like, she was on, uh, she got beat she died after like getting her neck broke or whatever the fuck after this beating and her people mm-hmm. said that to her parents that she died of alcohol poison and shit and then this video came out which is crazy so i know a lot of people's first shit was like yo all these people she went with was crazy you gotta watch the people you go on vacation with and all that shit is true but i had like maybe like the weird take and i said to a couple different people and some people took it like different ways but my shit was what type of person was she that nobody stood up for or nobody decided to break that shit up because that was like, or, you know, that was like a crazy, like, asshole. Like you said, like, a motherfucker might say, okay, you're an asshole. You might need to get, you know, smacked around, beat up a little bit, but then, like, ain't nobody jump in and, like, stop that shit. Or if they did, we didn't see it. They, They let it go as far as that shit. Like, I don't know. But I kind yeah, of fall back from that shit, shit mm-hmm. after like pretty much seeing like maybe kind of picture like who the party was that she went with. Like I thought it might have been like just her girls and shit. And I saw it with some dudes. Now I don't know all the dudes that went, but the one dude I heard in the video, he sounded like a gay dude. So it was pretty much a trip with like you know just chicks and gay niggas. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? If I'm assuming they all in their early or mid twenties and shit, then they may not like. And, they may not, they may be desensitized to a lot of shit that us in our 40s are not. You know what I'm saying? They may be dumb yeah. enough to have, like, grown up watching, like, these motherfuckers fighting in the street and shit. And on, on online, motherfuckers getting their heads bashed and all kinds of shit. And then people just letting that shit happen, you know, and not, like, realizing that, you know, motherfuckers can get brain damage or, in this case, get killed and shit. So, I don't know. That shit is crazy to me. Right. They actually have the person who I'll go to you in a second. Um, and the person who was beating her, her name was <laughs> Dejane, Dejane, Dejane Jackson can be seen beating up Shaquille Robinson. I'm trying to, and um, while she was naked in the bedroom, so she was naked. Cause that's the video I saw. So I was like, damn, she looks like she don't got no clothes on. You know what I'm saying? Um, but go ahead. And I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see who put the video online. Like, how did the video go? But go ahead, I know you. I, I, I don't know if that information came out yet about who put it up. But yeah, that's why I'm trying to read through it. <clears throat> that's why I passed to you because I'm trying to read through it real quick. I got you. And I mean, yeah, when you seen this girl basically getting beat up, there, it, it's like this is like a really fucked up version of Clue. Like somebody did something in some room to her. Nah, that's a lie. I'm not going to say that. I was about to say it's a tragedy, but it's not. Because there were some really obvious mistakes that were made. One of them is that I understand, especially um, I definitely see on social media, it's a lot of people that get together in like these um, travel groups and shit like that. I understand that. You get a lot of people getting that group rate, so on and so forth. But the truth of the matter is, I don't know you niggas. I don't want to be around you niggas. 
if you're not my family or people I've been, you know, ten toes down with for like at this point decades now, I'm not trying to travel with nobody. And like so, because you're if you was even with friends, like I've been on vacation with my people, been with family, and we've gotten arguments and shit like that. But anybody start beating each other ass, like we we got to sort it out. We talk it and call it a day. These wasn't their friends. They lied to a mother. They left her for dead. And all of a sudden, don't nobody know nothing. They make up some bullshit reason like, like, oh, it was alcohol poisoning. Alcohol does not cause you a lumped up eye, a cut up lip, and a fractured neck. So I don't know what they're trying to talk about or what they're trying to get across to these people. It was sickening that, you know, people just don't have the courtesy to just put their fucking phone down when they see something like this happening. Like at that moment, I, for me, like if, if I see this going in, like I'm not recording anything off the rip because I'm not just sitting there with a camera. I, I'll capture some shit if we out doing whatever, but we just in the hotel room chilling. Why, why the fuck you filming? And I'm not going to egg nobody on, but uh, you'll fight back. Like I'm trying to stop that shit immediately because like the girl obviously said no. She didn't want no parts of it. And you kind of come to the situation and everybody calling it a tragedy. But it's 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 something that shouldn't should not have happened. Sure. I, I, I can say that. But I don't think it's one of those situations where, you know, when me personally, I, I'm getting too bent out of shape about it because I'd react differently. Like, I, it's funny because I was having this conversation at work. I Like, I really thought about it after seeing the video and I asked myself, am I actually capable of murder? And I don't believe that I am. I mean, like, just out and out killing somebody for the sake of killing somebody. I don't think that's in me. If I have to defend myself or defend somebody else, I think I, I don't think I have an issue pulling the trigger or something else like that. Right, you're talking about in defense, in the in your defense, you right. feel in, in you defense, have to, right? Because right. everyone's saying like, you know, at this happening, like, but know, being the but being the aggressor, no, I got it. Yeah, that's that's not, not not in me. If I'm defending my own life or defending someone else, yes. But me just going out just to shoot somebody for sake of shooting them or some, no, nah, it's not me. Like right. even this situation, like that occurred. Whoever would, I wouldn't kill them, but they might get ass over. I, I think I think their mama gonna feel real bad rolling their ass around in a wheelchair for the rest of their life. Right. Like I, I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna kill you, but I promise you that you're gonna feel pain one way or another for the rest of your life. Either you're gonna be in a fucking wheelchair or you're gonna have a limp or something. Because there ain't no way I'm gonna allow that to happen and someone I care about and everything go awry. Like I said, like the they got pictures of these people because obviously social media. Now they ain't hiding. They not out in the street somewhere. The people out there looking for them because they didn't come truthful about what was going on. They left this little black girl out there to die. So it's a right. fucked up situation and all around now, for real. Yeah, and they're from Charlotte, and actually they released all their names. Like I was just looking through it. I might have. I don't know if I can find it real quick, but they released every. Oh shit! One of them. She worked at Blue Rhino in Greensboro, North Carolina. Well, I'll be damned. The um. But they're all from they're all from North Carolina. They released all four or five uh, persons names that's involved. No one's been arrested at the moment, but the family obviously is asking for information. There was no information about how it got out online, but apparent I, I don't say apparently, but obviously someone um, felt guilty. With the, the so the names are Khalil Winter Donovan, Elise Hyatt, Dejanae Jackson, who was the aggressor in the video, and Nazia Wiggins. So Joe was right. He did hear some. He did hear some men in the background 
So yeah, it, it just sounds like they left this woman for dead. They left this woman for dead because they returned with that line. So obviously that's co- one. That's collusion. Two. That's leaving the scene of a crime or however whatever they call it. And the other thing is going to be about jurisdiction, right? Like that happened in Mexico. Now we're in that's an international crime. So I mean, there's a lot of legal legal shit that's going to get all tied up in that. And you know, uh, you know what I'm saying? Are they going to be extradited back to? Mexico, like how all that's gonna stand out, nobody knows, and all that. We're all in the beginning stages, and um, and um, they haven't. The Mexico, I'll just end it with this. Mexico is saying it's an ongoing investigation, and they haven't finished the investigation yet. But go ahead, I don't know if that was Joe. Send all them niggas back to Mexico and let them throw <laughs> them motherfuckers in like some Mexican jail or some shit. That shit is ridiculous. Like, how much you gotta hate a motherfucker to kill them while y'all on vacation? Right. Well, he's fight him, <laughs> How you go on crazy. vacation? Like, oh, I, I'm not going on. He's supposed to be like, lit. Yeah, we supposed to be happy. You, yes, you on vacation? Like, you in Cabo and shit? You young, black? You had enough money to get there? You in the villa? You lit? You know what I'm saying? First day. First day. You ain't even kill. Uh, you ain't even kill shorty like when y'all was leaving. Like, you you ain't you what the fuck? Like that whole shit is like crazy. Like I I I wouldn't even. Like, that type of hate or whatever the fuck that drove you to fight that motherfucker like that, did you plan that shit? I feel like you had to plan that shit to, like, snap on the motherfucker as soon as you got there, which is stupid. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't get it. But here's my shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm older now. If I was that age, it's a, I guess there's a higher chance that I might have went on, like, an excursion with motherfuckers I was, like, with. Not really fly with, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because, like, my shit now, like, if I'm going, like, my shit now, if I'm going on vacation and shit, it's like maybe like some family shit, you know, with like, you know, God kids like that, a family like that. Or it's like with like a really select few, like, people, like, that we would like link up and shit with. And it's like motherfuckers I've known for longer than or as long as. These young dumb motherfuckers that killed this, you know, the other young lady been alive. You know what I'm saying? It's like I ain't kicking it with the motherfucker that like I met like last week or some shit like that, or even like a year. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's. I just don't want to be around that. You know what I'm saying? Like I I I'm not not the same. I don't I don't know, man. That shit just ridiculous, yo. How you go on vacation to kill them? These motherfuckers don't appreciate vacation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and save, save, save you a little bit of coin, as they say. <laughs> before, before tax season at that. And mm-hmm. I get it. It's, 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 um, it's, it's uh, off season for them for the most part. So you probably got a nice little deal in the villain. I don't know. Niggas is crazy, man. So, um, you going to burn up your PTO to commit a murder? That's, that's unbecoming. Yeah, and now all your name and obviously apparently now all, you know as I just read all your names are out there. So every when you walk into work every day, my nigga, everybody like, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how we do. I have seen the murderers. Fuck, they had the murderers LinkedIn page up there. Yeah, like, yeah, they had yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I saw that too. I saw that. Too. Inspiring healthcare <laughs> professional. Yeah, inspiring healthcare professional. I'm looking like shorty. You done? Like you definitely can't be no aspiring healthcare. Nothing. You left that woman for dead. You jackass. Oh, well, excuse me. You left that woman dead. I don't want to say fool. Who knows? Who knows what the situation was when they left? Because that's a whole other charge. If they could determine if she was still alive and you left her. 
That's a whole other trust. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I don't want to get to And I'm gonna take and I'm I'm gonna take back anything I said before about the what type of fucked up person that she had to be for motherfucking to do that. Man, she might have been a, she might have been like a it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter. Like everybody a little fucked up and shit like that, but you know, if motherfuckers would do that to you, then you just just with the wrong motherfuckers, yo. And that's some sad shit. Damn it, man. On vacation. Yeah. And that, you know, another thing, yo, I don't know where the fuck they was at. I assume that shit was cheap. You know what I'm saying? And that's nothing. Yeah. I don't, I ain't going nowhere cheap. You know what I'm saying? I but that's what I'm saying. They peak. went in the off. They went in the off. off this is off. This is off peak. So they probably got a good deal on something fly. You know what I'm saying? I know. Just because it's well, e- even that, that shit ain't even looked that fly. And off peak, I'm still. And if I'm going somewhere at off peak season, it's gonna be some shit that off peak season is fucking dumb, 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 dumb price and shit. It's still gonna be some super fly shit, whatever the fuck it is. Cause I don't want to be around motherfuckers that ain't got no money to spend on something nice. Because them motherfuckers got left to, less to live for and shit. Fuck, Hold on. Bro. Hold on. I have a tangent. Have y'all ever been on vacation with a broke motherfucker? No. no um, like my kids. Right. No, no, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I know. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Not uh-huh. in my like, not in my um 30s or my, my early 40s now. It's kind of been like fly shit and nothing. But uh in my twenties, yeah, and maybe once in my thirties, like either road trip ship or like cheap flight shit, yeah. I, I, yeah, I was, you know what, Joe, you're right. As a matter of fact, I take that back. You're right. I, I forgot about like the college road trip shit, but I didn't think about. I'm not thinking about that vacation. That's like we ran down to Howard Homecoming. You know what I'm saying? Like right. some yeah. quick shit, not no real. We gonna go to, you know, we gonna drive down to Atlanta for a week, or we gonna drive to Miami and we just broke and all on pile up. Five in a double bed, in a double in a room with two bed type shit. Yeah, no, nah, I never did but that. But go, go with it, and I feel you was going somewhere with that. Was that just a question? Because I can riff off that a little bit. But you was going somewhere with that? I know it was because because I, I was thinking about because you were talking about like the facilities and so on and so forth. I'm like, all right, these niggas went on vacation, broke. Like, like I go on, like if I'm going on vacation, I'm going and I'm going to maximize any amenity that I can. I ain't never going nowhere broke, but I've been mm-hmm. on vacation with with family members who shall not be named. They were so happy to get there. Niggas could barely afford their flight. Every time we go somewhere, I'm like, I, I, yo, let me cat, let, let me see. I see them like, oh god damn it, you're poor. Gosh, my bad, son. That kind of shit. But yeah, please go ahead. That shit is. I I know that feeling. And that shit be the worst. Like, I appreciate a motherfucker that can get up their bread, even if they shit is low, to, like, go somewhere nice and shit. But I hate going somewhere with a motherfucker, especially out of town when niggas, you know, on vacation trying to do a little fly shit, especially place you've never been before or a place you've been that you like so much. And motherfucking brokenness, like, kind of hinder what you could do. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like... Yes. That that that's it. Like I say this, like I wouldn't like I kind of started getting to the bread a little bit in my thirties and shit. You know what I'm saying? So like the last like maybe like seven eight years, I kind of you know all had some pretty good bread and shit. But when I was a bit younger, I I kind of uh had some friends that was like really really successful and shit. Some of my white friends and my non-black friends and my African friends and shit. Them niggas was lit. You know what I'm saying? These was niggas that was making probably like two three times what I was making in my like late twenties and shit. 
some four times I was making, they was getting bread. They was in the financial sector, all shit. They was like, yo, let's go to Vegas, right? I did not go to Vegas with them niggas. I did not go to Vegas with them yeah, niggas because I was making a, I was making about like forty five like grand a year, which was okay. You know what I'm saying? I had okay. Right, as a single, yeah, as a single person, that's good. Yeah. But these was niggas that was making like like the lowest motherfucker out the bunch was making like a hundred, like maybe like 120, 130. and the motherfucker was like a whiz with like the stock market short and shit, this that whatever. We're like routinely be making like. Mm, fucking like 10, 20 grand, like a summer he month. Pop, he yeah, will, yeah, he will pop. He'll pop up. Yeah. So, so and like, and then also the other niggas was making like a quarter million and shit. Like they was niggas that was doing this. They had connections. They was in there. They're like, yo, let's roll. I was like, nah. Now I could have went with the niggas. You know what I'm saying? And they might have looked me out, but I wasn't gonna be that broke nigga there on the, on the level they was doing. They had like fucking. It wasn't. It was like they had us that looked like the Hangover Suite and shit like that. Like they, they was out there. And they was doing like shit where they was like just going to whatever fuck little clubs there just to buy bottles and just sit around and look like, you know, just they was going there to blow like they was going there to blow 10, 20, whatever the fuck grand and shit like it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, fuck that shit. But like, I say that to say that, keep your broke ass at home. There's levels of what niggas is doing and shit. But yeah, now I've been, but since then, I've been the motherfucker that been with motherfuckers like, it's like, yeah, you really want to come here, but now we trying to go here, but you either complaining about not having this, you know what I'm saying, not having that, but you want to go, yo, why can't we just go pick eat at McDonald's and shit, and then, like, go to the beach, like, nah, nigga, they got this also restaurant, they say it's nice, then they got this little club, this lounge shit, nah, it's like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Broke niggas Bro- fuck up shit, and, this, and, I, and I ain't trying to shame broke niggas, because, like, even if I can handle my shit now, if I if I went with the wrong motherfuckers and I'm the broke nigga there, just keep your broke ass at home. You know what I'm saying? Or I don't know, just keep your broke ass in the hotel room or some shit and just be happy. No, nah, I mean I say, I, I say this, I say this shit. You can I, I I see when people was like, you know what I'm saying, it was tight and just because they was young and wanted to get outside, they did the, you know, they piled up. In the room, six in the room. There's two beds and a, and a um and a sofa bed and niggas popping bitches all over the place. And, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I get it, you know I get it and all that shit. So I ain't, I ain't mad. You know when you young you could do that. You young when you do you do that. You know what I'm saying? But definitely try and get your money. I don't say try and get your money up, but put yourself in a position because now nowadays you could say and I'm talking about now, not back then. But now literally you can go online and you really can just pay on a vacation. Like you could really just do it online. Like you go to you could go to Hawaii, you no know, uh, overseas, you could go anywhere. So there's really truly no excuses. Even if you all you could do is put a hundred dollars down a month and pay for it by next summer, you could do that shit. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever little bit of month because y'all will buy some fucking Jordans. Them Jordans that's about to come out them your motherfuckers probably gonna wait online for them DJ Khaled Jordan bullshit Jordans or whatever. Y'all will spend two hundred dollars real quick on some sneakers and some shit. Put that shit on a vacation and fucking get some get some get some um vacation. Go somewhere and experience some shit because um exposure leads to experience. And shout out to Fred Taylor. Um, on some fly shit that happened, <clears throat> and I actually watched it today, so I there's a lot that shit was hysterical. But Dave Chappelle was on um. SNL this past weekend, great monologue, 
Um, funny skits, but let's just go back to the monologue for a minute. Every, I'm, I'm sure everybody saw at the minimum at least the monologue, which I thought was great. And you know, in in, in typical Dave fashion, breaking it down, great fucking catch, breaking it down with Kanye, Kyrie, and how everything happened. Fuck you, um, um, and I should have started Christian Bass and just called touchdown. But you got ten seconds. <laughs> the fuck you want to do? Ten seconds to put him in. Great, great uh, monologue. Let me let me let me refocus. Great monologue breaking down the Kyrie, Kanye, and the Jew, the Jew, the Jew, the Jews, and the fact and everything about it. So shout out mm-hmm. to him just being able to wonderfully put that all together, make everybody laugh in New York City, which we know has a very high Jewish population, and I'm sure they a lot of that culture was in the building and shit like that. So shout out to Dave for being dope all the time. And shit like that. Um, but I'll go to y'all. Like I'll go to you first, and like your your thoughts on the monologue. Or if you have, if you want to go through the whole show and the skits and shit. Okay? Oh no, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that shit. That's 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 not gonna happen. I, I I think that you he always comes on. I mean, his thing is that he comes on after like midterm and like any kind of big political upheaval in the country. He generally mm-hmm. comes on presidencies, uh, you no know, congressional races, all the above. Um. You can't expect him to like tone it down or be something that he's not. He's analytical and he's real critical of things, but he puts it in a manner that's just not like harsh. Like this is the way that I see it, but I'm gonna put it in a way that it, if you listen to what I'm saying, it kind of sort of makes sense. Like you read a thing about Herschel Walker, and when you say like like this. The, the stupid thing is one thing, but the tic-tac-toe thing, it just sticks in your brain because that's mm. something a stupid person would do. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, really need, I really need to figure out where I'm going to put this in one of these nine squares. Like, nigga, it's not that hard. It's not strategy. Right. Like, yeah. But he's good at that. He's, that's a lie. He's great at that. He's great at drawing you in and giving you a particular perspective. They gave him a whole, like, 12, 13 minutes just talking about with this and Kanye and so on and so forth. Like he leads it off talking about like, no, no, I'm not anti-Semitic and I stand with the Jewish community. He said, and that Kanye is how you buy yourself. Right. Simple, easy joke, but he, but he's not lying. He's right. Mm-hmm. Um, trust me, the man's great at what he does. If we're going to talk about the skits, the fact that he brought out all his old characters from Chappelle's show was just mm-hmm. perfect. It was definitely worth it, but I mean, there's always more to say, but Joe, what you think? Well, I saw the monologue and I saw like one skit. Like, uh, I was planning to watch the whole show and I, and I, but I just didn't like get around to it last night and I didn't have the time today. But, uh, like you said, Dave Chappelle is fucking great at what he does and the way he does that shit. I feel like Dave Chappelle is very intelligent because I feel as though he sees the world a lot like I see it. And a lot of times my, I say whatever fuck I say to some people and shit, even on the podcast, just like in regular life. And folks look at me like, the fuck? Nigga, that's crazy. And sometimes I can break it down depending on who it is and bring them around to, you know, like really feel what I'm saying. If even if it might sound outlandish or like out of hand or some shit. But the nigga Dave Chappelle is on like another level where that shit is damn near universal. You got to be super duper in your feelings to not at least say he has a point. You know what I'm saying? with the Jew shit and just anything, anything he does, the trans shit before that, you know what I'm saying? And nah, like you said, that shit was just brilliant. I, I love how he broke it down. And I love how he 
made fun of Kanye, but didn't like mm-hmm. fucking tap dance and like like some right. of these niggas like right. John let he didn't tap dance around and shit like some people that defend Kanye like a Nori or something like that. And he didn't throw Kanye, even though he clowned Kanye and said Kanye fucking he didn't throw him under the bus like a John nope. Legend. You know what I'm saying? Dave Chappelle was like, yeah, Kanye fucked up. Yeah, Kanye, I'm not saying he's crazy, but he's a little like crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like that. He 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 broke that shit down like that's my people. I'm not gonna throw him under the bus like John Legend did to make you white folks happy or like to protect myself from backlash and shit. I'm gonna just I'm gonna we gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh at him because the nigga's a little out of hand, but I'm not gonna throw him under the bus. I like that. And when you got the cut Kyrie, he pretty much like he he didn't. He didn't even say anything fucked up about Kyrie, but he acknowledged where Ky- where Kyrie went wrong. So like Dave Chappelle did Dave Chappelle did not t- tap dancing for no transsexuals, no Jewish people, no this, that, whatever. He just kept nope. that shit all the way real. And that's what I loved about him. Like that was like the realest. He's like, fuck it, nigga. I got my bread. I'm a can I say yo, Dave Chappelle one of the realest niggas and shit. And and I just appreciate the motherfucker. Yeah, yeah I, he really was the perfect person to respond to that. And I know there was a Farrakhan response that I didn't get to really watch everything of. Like, I felt like the Dave response was the response that America listened to. And even if you were Jewish, you could be like, yeah, he is right. But we ain't going to say it out loud. But he right. Because his whole thing, like you said, how he handled the kind without... He didn't bash Kanye and he indirectly proved Kanye's point because he was like, well, because mm-hmm. he, he said, I don't think Kanye's crazy because isn't he kind of right? Because I've been to Hollywood and there are a lot of Jews. A lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And he's right. Like, I worked yes. in this music industry a very long time. From the lawyers to the executives, there are a lot of Jews that sit high up on the totem pole at all of these labels that sit up very high. And they're not, they're on, excuse me, <clears throat> there are not a lot of us, if that makes sense for us, especially us that runs this culture. Mm-hmm. We are the culture, you know what I'm saying? Your shit ain't hot unless you got some 808s and some in the drum line and your shit that's driven by what hip-hop is. To be oh, black, the culture, period. Let's just say the culture, period. I don't want to limit it to hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? So he's, he's and I love the way he told the line and everything. Um, I'll push it forward and talk about the, because um, Joe, which kid did you see? I don't. I want to go to one you said you saw. Did you see the barbershop skit or you saw the um, House of Dragon skit? Which one did you see? The House of Dragon. Okay, yeah. So the House of Dragon skit. <laughs> shit, but I've never seen the show. Like I, I've never, I've never seen um whatever the original show is a takeoff of. I've never even seen one episode of that. So um, Game of Thrones, I think. Yeah, yeah. I've never, yeah, Game of Thrones. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones in my life. But just watching that shit made me laugh, and him bringing all the characters back. You know what I'm saying? Around and you know Ashley, Larry, and Ice T. You know what I'm saying? I thought that I thought that whole thing was dope and how they did it. So I was like real happy and you know the shit was hysterical mm-hmm. how they worked it how it, lo- it looks how i don't know if it kind of went in line with how that show works y'all can speak to it more but i thought that i thought that was dope but go ahead joe oh no i, I can't speak to how, how um accurate this is the show but i just thought that shit was genius and the thing i love about it is i don't want Chappelle's show to come back mm, you I, like these I one-offs don't, you don't think I you like can match a, up got it yeah I, I like dave Chappelle doing his uh comedy specials and like maybe the occasional shit that ain't necessarily a comedy special, but him just talking to motherfuckers, mm-hmm. which is 
know, that shit, I like him doing that. Let me and let me I ask like, you a question. Let me ask you a question. What you what you're talking about? How about if he just did like maybe a Chappelle show special, maybe like once a year or maybe every two years, and he just did it like that? Um, that would be okay, but I kind of dig it with him doing it on SNL. Okay, all right. I kind of, because it like it elevate it because because SNL is still like an institution, right? And they still do their thing, even though it was net no nowhere near as high as it was at any of its peaks. Right. It's still it's still a thing that comes on that you can get up that people can get excited for when they have the right star there. And when Dave Chappelle walks in there, it's kind of like Dave Chappelle is doing like a. Uh, Madison Square Garden big time show and shit, you know what I'm saying? So that alone is like good enough for me. Now, mm-hmm. if there's like some big bread in him to do, like maybe a one off like special every year, so so forth, so forth, then like go ahead and get that bread. If it's like if he can make like a whole bunch of bread do that, but I really dig the fact that he can walk into that show whenever, bring back some characters, do whatever the fuck, and he pretty much takes that shit over, and you know he gonna have. The fucking Roots or fucking Black Star or fucking whoever the fuck Erica Badu or whoever the fuck he want to like have there mm-hmm. as like you know like an artist and shit like he could bring Kendrick Lamar he could bring a Kanye Kanye when Kanye you know what I'm saying like whatever but nah so I so I don't want to bring the show back as much fun as it was watching this skit it's like that the shit is more special just him doing that shit like that. All right. Okay. Cool. Joe. So, Ant, did you um? So you did you see all the skits, Ant? The majority of them. Yeah. The barbershop okay. one was fucking hilarious. The barbershop one was hysterical with Keenan fucking every time they were like, so Joe, there was a skit where they were in a barbershop and having barbershop talk, mm-hmm. and there was a white old school shaver. You know how the old white school, how all the old school white barbers would be with the white coat and the shaver and. You know, would give the you know the how the white barbershops work if you know if you've seen a movie or anything like that. But he didn't. Everybody's cutting hair, and he didn't have anybody. So they were commenting on the topics about the Kanye and the Jews and a bunch of topics that were had a lot of racial overtones to it. And the white guy was just making these comments, and every time he spoke, everybody black similar to what we do in real life. Shut up, look at him, be like. Okay, that awkward moment of silence where you just look at him and then, mm-hmm. all right, motherfucker. <laughs> but go ahead, and I just wanted to set up for Joe since you're good. No, 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 it's right because he does it in every single time. Like the white guy just says something, everybody gets quiet. Or here's like Keenan clip on the clippers again, like, <laughs> like, mm. he's not even cutting here. Like, nah, we, we, we can't have time for this white boy nonsense right now. And the thing is that when you have SNL has sucked for a really long time, if we're going to be honest mm. about it. It hasn't been good. It, it really comes down to whatever the guest is. And I think and sometimes always, um, the, new, the news portion is good with, um, with um, Yost and, um, 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 che, yeah, Yost and, and che. che. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm waking up, D. Yeah, we gonna, I can watch that and then be full and be done. Look at right. And that's like a small like it's, it's six minutes of an hour show. So it's like it just doesn't echo the thing. That's it. They haven't made stars in a while, and it's just not the same. So it really does depend upon a guest. So when you have somebody like Dave Chappelle pop up, you gotta put him to good use. And it's always like, you know, it's always something regarding the culture. And they just try to make a way for him 
to do the way to do the things the way that he does it because the way that the whole episode was like this wasn't your Saturday like your standard Saturday Night Live like guess it wasn't your uh, the simple format the silly jokes everything else like that it was definitely like you can see his handprints all over disregarding the House of Dragon skit he brings that the old characters from Chappelle show it's just having him do that and seeing that kind of influence it is shows you for one how brilliant a comic David Chappelle is and secondly how far that show has really fallen off because once Keenan leave and once Michael Che leave like I, like I really have like I don't watch it now I definitely had an interest in it like in the future so what can you say man Dave David did a great job and I guess you got to wait till 2024 when we get a new president in there. Go from there. Right. And I will say the, um, the and I'll just go to the last kid that he, he was in, but actually wasn't in, where he made the white guy, Mikey. If you remember Mikey Dave from uh, Wild and Out, um, that's the most thing I know him from, mm-hmm. um, Joe, where he made him play when he was doing the part in Black Heaven and was making him say all the black parts he had to say. He's like, yeah, this is Black Heaven. And he was looking at the white guy like, what the fuck? He had to do. He had to say everything in our vernacular, for lack of a better term, and shit like that. Making him say, almost made him say the word nigga and all that shit is hysterical, and so like that. But it was good. But the whole thing, you know, the whole thing was good. Shout out to Joe. Joe. Shout out to for Dave for having um, Blackstar on there. That, they would have never gotten on there at this point in time. But to get, you know, that that's some that's some real nigga shit. Like you can't get me. Unless you bring, he had to be some shit like that. You can't get me if you can't if you don't bring Blackstar because they would never have Blackstar on that fucking show. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's just oh, one of the things I wanted to say. One of the things he said in his one of the things he said in his one of the things he said a great play. One of the things he said in his monologue, he was like quoting something that that Kanye said on Nori where he was like, um, billionaire billionaires don't wear no chains. And he said mm-hmm. everybody started t- tucking their chains. Yes, yes. <laughs> Shit was hysterical. But one of the things I found, and the reason I'm just mentioning that, because right after I saw that, and I'm I'm not sure if this is what made them do it, the Earn Your Leisure crew. I love Earn Your Leisure, that podcast. But they posted, like, like that same, like that next day, they posted the richest, they posted the richest black people in the world. And I'm going to just go through it real quick. So there's the number one is Aliko Dengato, a Nigerian, 11.5 billion in cement, salt, sugar, and flour. Mike Adenoga, another Nigerian, 6.1 billion telecom and oil. That's the motherfucker that be getting the people with the, the fucking calls and shit like that. Robert Smith, uh, we know who Robert Smith is, private hey. equity, 6 billion. Um, number four is Abs- Abdul Samad Rabu. Nigeria again, 4.9 billion. Sugar, cement, real estate. There must be big money in sugar out there in, in Africa. Um, David Stewart, American, 3.7 billion. I, I saw him. I realized he's an old school looking um, dude, um, black dude. I, 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 and I saw a picture of him. I, was like, I, I looked a lot of these people up, at least the Americans. 3.7 billion technology. Patrice Motsepi, a South African, 2.9 billion in minerals. Oprah Winfrey at 2.7 billion. Media, obviously, Alex Carp, America. I know that name. Two point one technology. Um, I think Alex Carp. He's he's white passing from what I saw. Rihanna at number nine, one point seven billion. We know cosmetics. Jordan at number ten, one point six billion. Sports and apparel. Michael Lee Chin, uh, Canadian and Jamaican, one point six billion asset management and investing. And the last uh, four. Streve Masawa, Zimbabwe, 1.5 billion technology. 
Number 13, Hove at 1.4 billion. Uh, number four, excuse me, number 13 was Hove. Number 14 is Tyler Perry, 1 billion. And coming in at 15, Diddy at 1 billion. So that's just the 15 richest black people in the world. That's at the billion dollar, at the billion dollar mark. So I don't know if that I don't know if that made any of you do that, but that was just dope to see to see all those names and see what they're into. But sh- the sugar shit really shocked me a lot. Mm. Just like that. All right. This past weekend, and I was supposed to be looking up while we were talking, I forgot to, but this past weekend we had the premiere of Black Panther. Um, I know you guys went to see it. I'm going to see it uh this weekend. So for this segment, I'm going to bow because I want everybody, you know, because it deserves to be talked about. So everybody needs to talk about it. Um, I do want to see I just want to see um, the week. I just want to see the weekend numbers. That's the I want to I want to I make a point to talk about the weekend box office really quick. And it was 400 million globally. Holy shit. Wow. Wow. And 204 million um, statewide. That's crazy. So 400 million worldwide, globally. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It said at least past 400 million go globally as of today. But obviously, it was going to be number number one. 181. That's the number I was looking for. 181 million domestic and 331 million worldwide altogether. So dope. So um, I don't know who wants to go into it, but I'm gonna bow back. Just um, hit me in the chat when you're ready to come back, and I'll go to you first, and then I'll just um, I'll bow. Out. Yeah, just let me don't want to just hit me in the chat when you come back. <laughs> he said I'm gonna go on mute. I want to talk. And now about listen, it. it's the only listen, it's the only movie I'm going to the actual movies to see. Any other time I don't care, but because I'm actually want to see this movie in the actual theater. This weekend, I don't want to know anything because I don't read the comics, so I know nothing, and I want to just watch it as like I know nothing about anything. But go ahead, Joe. Go ahead, <laughs> Joe. Send me, send me in the chat when y'all back. I got you. All right. I got you. All right, I'll leave off. I love that movie so much that it was probably the first movie I went to see in the theaters for a minute, and I went for an, a little matinee show, and. I just dug it so much that I went and scooped up uh, two of my godchildren, a uh, 12-year-old, 7-year-old, and was like, we about to have us a little fucking Wakanda forever shit. Took them motherfuckers to the movies. I ain't give a fuck that they ran up like fucking damn near $70 at the concession stand, because fuck it. And we sat there, watched that shit, and my 12-year-old uh, goddaughter, she was like glued to the shit. And my seven-year-old great, uh, godson, who is like one of the anxious motherfuckers, always want to go home. He sat through all two hours and 40 minutes, plus about 20 minutes or 30 minutes of fucking uh, trailers before the shit. And I got to say that this movie definitely lived up to the hype. It's the best Marvel movie I've seen maybe ever. Um R.I.P. to Chadwick Boseman, but the movie probably would not have been as good if he would have lived. Just the raw emotion that you got from the funeral scene, just the overarching, like, just sadness that was, like, in the film. But it was still exciting and fucking interesting and, like, fucking, it kept you, it, it grabbed me and shit. I think Letitia Wright bodied that whole fucking role. She was the fucking lead, and just the way she played that shit, fucking with the anguish and shit, and for still being like this, I, I don't know, man, I'm rambling and shit, I'm rambling, so I'm probably past you, like, real quick, but I just want to say that 
I, 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 I dug how they incorporated Chadwick death into the front film, and they but they didn't they in and they didn't go too in deep with too in depth with the shit, but just the whole shit and it was it was just, it was it was I'm, I'm rambling too much and you you say some shit you, can you be real more precise today? You know what I, I, you know, I got you and, and the thing is that you're not rambling because I, I I was my 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 man Chris he's a big Marvel fan. He um he does he works on uh production crews. He lives in Atlanta now. So I know Chris for like nah, I just want like like twenty plus years. So one of the first jobs he got doing a production thing, he worked um he worked on Daredevil when it was on uh, Netflix. Hmm. Um so he he's he's he, before that he was also a big comic fan. He loves it. And uh, I had a conversation with him like the past couple of days just about the movie. Once he got out, he was just like, bro, like I like speak on it, like I like I can't, I can't. And we talked earlier, and like the kind of simple, like this is the simplest way I can put it. I can understand how someone will be disappointed in the movie. I do. It, it seems weird, but I do. But I think that they're just looking at it from um, maybe the incorrect frame. I think it's the best. I'm trying to say this correctly. It's the best Marvel movie. What I mean in a sense is that it's a movie about grief and pain and loss and overcoming and healing. And I was like, if if you took out the comic book shit mm-hmm. and just had a movie about that, you would say, this is a damn good movie about how to how to get through life after losing somebody and how do you move forward? It is. Mm-hmm. Like, but like, it's a Marvel thing inside of like, well, you know, it's, it's all this grief and it's dark and it's this. I'm like, it's they're, they're trying to honor a particular legacy of, of someone who who died and was doing movies <laughs> at a time where that man had colon cancer and and he still he still you know performed, he still did these things. That's how much he loved that craft, how much he loved the art and everything else to that degree, right? So, you have this movie. And I won't, well, I'll ruin it to a degree, but not all the way. Part of it, in all honesty, is that that first eight minutes is like low-key devastating. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's that, it's her begging to save her brother's life. And like I said, when that Marvel credit goes and it's just complete silence and you just mm-hmm. see Chadwick, I'm in the movie theater. I didn't hear not a word. All I heard was like people like sniffling Yes. Like, I'm crying and shit. Like, cause it like it hit you like fuck. Like y'all y'all gonna start start me off like this, bro? Seriously? And that's the way it was. And once you knew that that's what you were getting yourself into, you had to roll with it. Like, it, and it was just like them. Like, if we're going to grieve, we're going to grieve together. If we're going to heal, we're going to heal together. But we got to do this together. And everybody in the theater, once that happened, and once the end credit thing comes out, again, I'm not going to say it. But once you see what it is and how that turns out, same thing. It wasn't no clapping and cheering. All I heard was like audible gas, like the, mm. and then you heard tears again because that's what it's supposed to do. The cast is excellent. Letitia Wright does an excellent job as Shuri. Uh, Denai Guerrero as Okoye is always great. I enjoy Riri Williams. I think that's one of those Marvel things. Like she's gonna have her own series, so we gotta find a way to you know, put her into mm. it. But she was fine. Namor was fantastic. Um, mm, and I, yeah, he did. He he really did. And I and 
And this is it's part of another conversation I had earlier, man. Like, I know it's a really short career so far, but has Ryan missed yet? He he hasn't. He from Fruitvale to uh, Creed. Uh, I don't know if I missed anything. Black Panther, and then this one. I, I don't know if I missed anything. He might have done that was smaller or something like that, but. He has like those five: uh, Fruitvale, the two Creeds, and two Black Panthers. Yes, well, he didn't direct the second Creed, but he. Um, did you see his fingerprints? I think he did right. Yeah, I think he did um, right on it. But yeah, nah, it, Ryan is like he 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 delivers, and it was like when it's like okay, Fruitvale, he bodied that. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. Then it's like. Cree, oh, he came up with the idea with whoever the fuck, maybe his brother, whoever, and he's like, yo, let's do this Rocky shit. And that shit came out fly, you know what I'm saying? And then it was like, he about to do Black Panther. I'm like, okay, Black Panther is kind of like, of all this, it's kind of, you know, obscure superhero and shit, you know what I'm saying? They're going to let him do this. And they gave him whatever budget they gave him, pretty big budget. And it was good, you know what I'm saying? And, and to, But to come back and then make this type of movie, it's like, his best fucking work, because it's like you had the quarter million dollar, I mean, a quarter billion dollar fucking um, Marvel budget. I don't know how much he had is actually marketing shit, so I don't know how much he had to actually make the film as opposed to that plus marketing shit, but quarter billion dollar shit. And you made, like you said, the best movie in the whole Marvel cinematic universe. But in terms of what, but, but like you said, movie, you know what I'm saying? Not saying it was like the best superhero movie. That might have been correct. You know, it. Yeah, that might have been the first Iron Man, or maybe that might have been one of the Avengers movies, like Endgame or Infinity War, one of But just like, like you said, if you stripped away the Marvel from it or all superhero shit, just the the way you saw Letitia Wright's character Sherry go through her grief, you know what I'm saying? Just like just go from the beginning to the end, and just how she fucking grew the whole time. And just all the other characters were like just 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 what they brought to it. And Namor playing a fucking um a somewhat calmer but just as lethal actually more lethal fucking version of like Killmonger in a way. He huh. was like, you know, he was he was a he was like he was a villain, but you you felt him, you know what I'm saying? Like Namor, huh. like to me, he might jump to be like the third best villain out of the Marvel Cinematic Universe I've seen after like fucking um, Thanos and fucking kill Michael. To me, I'm probably forgetting somebody, but I think he was that good. You know what I'm saying? And nah, but Ryan Coogler has not missed, and I look forward to them making a third one. And shout out to that shorty that played Riri Williams. She was a bright spot in the movie, like being like a being like comic relief and shit. Being kind of what Sherry got to be a little more in the first one. You know what I'm saying? That young, bright happiness. And when Sherry kind of, you know, in this one, she had to be fucking Chadwick times 10 feeling the responsibility on her back and shit. But, oh, and shout out to the Queen Angela Bassett. Fucking, she, she, she brought it. I mean, it was, it was easy. I think it was pretty easy for her to bring it, the way that she was written for her. But I still got to give her credit for delivering that performance. And I always, and again, as a conversation I was having with my man. That part of the movie was kind of a low-key cheat code. Because when you're an actor, 
and you're in a movie, they tell you, you know, in this scene, you know, you got to act with pain and grief and sadness. They weren't acting. They felt that way. Every single one of them. Like, like that was, like, you can't say, oh, that's amazing acting. No, it's not. They, like, this is their brother, their friend. Like, they lost him tragically. Now we got to do the thing that, you know, pretty much made, I would say maybe outside of Angela, made all of us, like, like kind of low-key famous and, like, really brought a light to all of this and this, this this Afrocentric technical universe. Afrofuturism, whatever they call that shit. That yeah. shit. So you do yes. that. So so when the, when you see them crying and you see them in pain, that's not acting. They mean that shit. Like that hurts. And mm-hmm. watching it and seeing them do it, they just did such an excellent job of making a really good movie for one, for honoring that man's memory. And I know a lot of people like, you know, they want to have like some little post credit something or something to leave for. Like, no. In the future, Black Panther 3 going to be fired because they, they don't have to worry about carrying the weight of that. But mm-hmm. it's more like we are going to make a movie. And this movie is going to be about how does one deal with grief? And once you do with, deal with that, how do you deal with the anger after and how do you heal after? And they nailed that shit 1,000%. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of the work that they did. Now let me go back in the chat and hit this nigga up. Uh, mm-hmm. he, he better come back right away because knowing him, he probably jumped in the fucking clubhouse like, them niggas talking about ham sandwiches now. Let me jump on ham sandwiches. <clears throat> we back. Sending this shit right now so that nigga can see it. You know, I, I'm going to just keep on talking. He's like, oh, man. I had to go take care of the family real quick. <laughs> I love Alex, man, but that nigga really is like the new the new Cosby. Him and the kids and all this other shit. Like he's gonna grill out, and I, that, that's my man now. But I mean, yeah, I, I, outside of Black Panther, I mean, I mean, what else is there really to watch this year? Seriously, I don't know. I kind of like put it there. Like I don't even want to watch shit else. I don't even want. But yo, shout out to Lupita though. Lupita, she like Lupita was looking. He looked well. She, he like she had some ass in this movie. Like maybe she yeah, always like, had like a little ass, but the shit they had her with, it was like, damn, Lupita, where you get that ass? She, she been out here. She been out doing them squats. She was looking. She was looking hot. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, okay. And that's the old. And that's the funny thing about it, though. Like with Lupita, it's like, I thought that she would be more of a presence in a movie, and she's not. Mm-hmm. But I need her to get something, man. She's such a good actress. And she's so talented at what she does for her not to be. Oh, oh, oh let me not even forget about Winston Duke, even a little small part. He yes. did that shit. He did that shit. Winston Duke, he, 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 he definitely did his shit. He was true to the character from the original Black Panther, but you saw like the growth and shit. And it was just it was it was it was very it was very heartwarming and shit. Like yeah, yeah, just that just that fire that like Latisha Wright kept through that whole fucking thing, just her ups and downs and the way that that uh, dude whatever fuck his name is to play Namor, and the way they play like I don't give a fuck about like Mayan culture and shit like that, but you know but it's like fuck it I got a lot of Latino friends and shit, you know what I'm saying it's, and 
fucking uh, any of their kids that might have seen it. And I, and I got some that like I like that South American and them and shit like that, and some mm-hmm. Mexican. So so if they kids got to see, and I got no some of kids that look like them fucking motherfuckers and shit. So if they kids got to see that shit and got a little pride, like you know some black kids got some pride out of seeing, you know T'Challa and Riri and all those fuckers, and that shit's dope. That's My- just- but you've seen the majority of the Marvel movies, right? Mm-hmm. So where do you put this? All the Marvel movies? Of, uh, let's say of the one you ain't like me. I seen all them shits of the ones you've seen. Let's put it that way. Oh man, where, I put this above the first Black Panther, which huh. I think it's one. Of, I think it's one of them rare movies where the sequel. It's actually better than the original, as good as the original was. Kind of like Godfather and Godfather um, 2. Like the first Godfather movie was great, but the second one, when you go back and fucking see, like, fucking De Niro was a young fucking Don Corleone and shit, I believe that's the first one. The second one. Yeah, it's one of the shit. I actually played above there, but I don't know if it's the best, like, overall, like, fucking, like, MCU flick. Like, I really, I really like what they did with Infinity Wars. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I really, I really felt that. And before that, I like fucking what they did with Civil War. I like the Civil War. I like Civil War because they introduced, I like the way they introduced Spider-Man and the way they introduced Black Panther in Civil War. And I thought it was probably the best Avengers movie out of all the Avengers movies until fucking. Infinity Wars came, even though they didn't call it the Avengers, but they should have called it the Avengers. And then after that, probably like like black, I like I like black. So so yeah, it's it's probably behind fuck. It's probably behind. Um, it's definitely behind it, um, Infinity Wars for me, but um, and it might be behind Civil War for me, but not too many more. Are we above it. I don't think. Yeah, it's 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 up there. I gotta put um Winter Soldier up there too. Oh yeah, that was that was up. But it, but again, that's one of those Marvel movies. That's a Marvel movie because it's like mm. it's a spy thriller, but it's inside. That's why it ranks so high. Um, it's probably in this phase. If I'm going to be honest about it, probably the second. Best movie in this phase, probably behind um, 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 No Way Home. No Way Spider-Man. Home, yeah. That's the thing. Them Spider-Man movies. That was that was a damn good movie. That was like uh, Spider. No Way Home was was the fucking shit. Cause I like the first Spider-Man movie, but I liked it. But I liked the first Spider-Man movie a lot less after I saw the second one, and the second one was like better. Fucking I'm Far From Home, and and I said, okay, that was pretty good. But I think it was a great, great movie. I thought it was better. But that right. No Way Home shit, when they came back and now that, you know, in the fucking, like, the metaverse shit. No, the, what is it? The multiverse shit? The multiverse, yeah. <laughs> the metaverse. And, <laughs> the the multiverse. metaverse shit. <laughs> the, and that here. multiverse shit and seeing fucking Toby and fucking Andrew Garfield and shit pop up and fucking... Uh, See, uh, see Jamie pop up. See fucking uh, damn, what's my fucker's name? This see a dude play Green Goblin. Why I don't? Why Willem the fuck? Thank and, you. And, and, you yeah, escaped me and, too. I'm like fuck. I know it's like he's famous. Like 
just seeing them, just the way they like can do that now. You know what I'm saying? Just that shit was it's like, wow. You know what I'm saying? That shit was like real, like some real meta shit for the multiverse. It's like I watched those Spider-Man movies and shit. Like he was Spider-Man until he wasn't. And then even the fucking Amazing Spider-Man shit really didn't like pop like they wanted to pop. I watched them shits too, just to watch them shit. And then I think Tom Holland's probably the best Spider-Man out of the bunch because he's like a fucking kid and shit. And he got to be in the whole fucking MCU and shit. And to bring them motherfuckers, that shit was fire. So yeah. Okay. Y'all at the end? My bad. I was literally not on Clubhouse. I was looking at the wrong chat. Uh, I literally <laughs> was watching the game. I had it on the wrong chat. Yo, that's crazy. My bad. I gotta say one more thing about Black Panther. When they hit pulled up that archive footage of fucking Chadwick Bozeman fucking shooting all the niggas, that shit was fire, yo. Uh-huh. I saw um a clip somewhere of um I saw damn I can't believe I was looking in the wrong chat. I'm looking in the wrong chat the whole time like damn these niggas and I'm and I'm hating I'm talking to y'all in the wrong chat too. I'm like yo y'all good? But I wasn't I mean I was in a I was not my thing was always in a room. I'm not actually on it, but it's always was in a room. But anyway, long story short, short story long. Um but I was about to say I saw Ryan Kugler talking about I meant I think I, I saved the clip. And my Instagram, I meant to go back and look to see what he was saying and what he was talking about. So I'm gonna go back to that uh, at some point and shit like that. Um, I, I wrote the only reason I put Gronish on the list. I wrote it because last night I binge watched the whole thing, and it's the not a different thing. world. Yeah, well, no, no, no. I meaning I had I had been watching it every season. I was just behind a season and a half, so I watched the last season and a half. So you know the things that um, uh, I say Whitley and Dwayne. Kadeem and Jasmine Guy were talking about where they were like they felt they, they could continue and move on and they could have bringing a whole new freshman crew that could have another four years. They're doing that on Gronish because now um, you know, it was based on uh, the oldest daughter from Blackish. She's now graduated and gone on and lives in New York as a fashion designer. But now her brother is the freshman and now it's his show and it centered everything around him and his college experience and they they have opened it up a lot more so the characters, it's not like you bring in the same set of characters, but just different people doing it. No, it's completely different and the setup is completely different. You know what I'm saying? But shout out to them. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I mean, it's like, I, I, and I, 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 I support the show. I just wish they, um, and I mean, I've been to college and I mean, I haven't been to college since 1990, blah, 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 blah. But Maybe college is the way that they are portraying it, which is complete, could could be completely true. I'm just like, damn, yo, it's just mad sex, underage drinking, and not a lot about sub, a lot of the substance is in there, but they don't go as deep as like it's not a different world. But then that's just me comparing it to something that make trying to make it something that is really not. But that's just but and but I realize that's me. You know. You know what, what I'll say before we get off of this. Mm-hmm. I was feeling what um, Kadeem and Jasmine said when they were talking about how they thought like a different world could have just continued and continued. Please but them out, yeah. I'll say this, right? What made the show a hit was those first characters. And yes, they could have like faced and some new characters developed and made us care about as, as much as they could. But the thing about a sitcom is there's going to be certain like sitcom tropes. There's going to be certain things, you know what I'm saying? There's yeah, gonna be yes, there's gonna yes. be there's gonna Back be the then, conflict. Especially. Yeah, so it's gonna be so like you got um 
antagonist. Like maybe a, you got yeah, you got maybe like a classic episode where fucking uh maybe, maybe not even that classic, but with Dwayne and like fucking Ron both like pledging a fraternity or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And then then Ron going on. Oh, like, when they had the fight, with the racial shit. fight outside the game. Yeah. Yeah, with a racial fight outside the game and like certain shit. I feel as though with a sitcom like that, you would have like maybe like people would maybe get feel the shit with stale when they start recycling certain shit because for a certain stretch of time, college is going to be this. You don't have a lot of the same experiences and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I feel like it probably would have gotten stale and shit because they would have been like. Hey, fucking Dwayne and Whitley did this, but fucking um the nigga Bumper Robinson, whatever his character's name was, and fucking um Jada Pinkett, yeah. they doing this, like whatever and shit. Like, oh, they struggling after college too. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't, I don't know. But, but I, but I them, say this, Joe. Hmm? Go ahead, go ahead. No, I'm about to say shout out to like them keeping grown as young rolling because um yeah. they could pull that off. Definitely switching like the protagonist from being fucking um. Whatever the fuck, uh, shorty yeah, character yeah, name was. Yara, Yara yeah, Yara I, know, I know her name more than I know the. Yara Shahidi, fucking yeah, because she was off the show for well, to be in Junior Show now. That motherfucker Marcus Scribber, she can remember yeah, whatever yeah, name. Yeah, He's yeah, funny yeah. for what he is, like yeah. Yeah, but I mean, they're showing. It's it's just fun watching. Mm-hmm. Similar to how we watch Dwayne and Whitley grow, it's fun yeah. watching him. Well, I'll say Dwayne. Dwayne grows like it's fun watching him grow into from being that like this dorky kid and now growing to being a, a grown man and how they have him matriculating through life and maturing and becoming a young and becoming a young man and finding himself and shit like that. I really I do I do appreciate that shit. But shout out so shout out to him. I just wanted to mention that real quick. Um anything else? Um anything on one of the power shows coming back or that are back already. I don't know what's on right now. What anybody's watching? Um, no, nah, I don't think anything. Oh, everything's is off. Okay. Right now. All right. I will say yeah. this. I saw. Um. I want to make sure I'm not repeating myself because I talk about this shit a lot. I saw there was a, there's a new video released of the guy that was holding the gun. Did I talk about this shit with takeoff already? Mm-hmm. Well, okay, I didn't. Well, there's a new video where they. Again, I keep saying it's gonna come out. I don't know what's taking so long. Somebody has the whole thing. I don't like like that young lady unfortunately being beaten. Somebody has this full video somewhere. But now there's video that surfaced I saw from TMZ of the person that actually had the gun that pulled the weapon and they're showing him shooting and everything. I don't know if he's the shooter of he's the he's the person that murdered uh offset. But I'm sorry, take excuse me, take off, but he is definitely one of the um he's definitely a shooter. Whether he's retaliating, returning fire, or whatever, but he's definitely, um, excuse me, um, he's definitely one of the shooters that was involved in that, and you know, ongoing investigation, nothing being, nothing uh, has come to fruition yet, so which is odd since they definitely had the fucking videos. Um, new music. I finished listening to Nasha. Nasha is so fucking dope, yo. Nasha mm-hmm. is so fucking dope, yo. I don't know if y'all got a chance to listen to that shit. That shit is just fucking. Mm-hmm. That shit is just fucking dope. That's all I got there. If you haven't listened to it, just listen to it. And we can get into it. Um, let me see tomorrow. I'm just looking for some people who are going to be um, coming out. Let's see. Um, oh, Roddy Rich is supposed to be releasing out Feed the Streets 3. Oh, shit. Buster Rhymes, The Fuse is late. I saw him drop like about two or three songs. Um, but he's supposed to be, he's supposed to be, drop, he's supposed to be dropping an album. Yeah, he pushed that um, back because of the takeoff thing. Oh, okay. Oh, shout out to him. 
Um, Beyond Belief, 38 Special, and Harry Ford. Harry Ford been on a run, yo. I'm definitely listening to that shit. Uh, and Davies and DJ. Oh shit, he got D- he gave Davies the Gangster Girls. Maybe we might finally like fucking um Davies. We think he can rap. We just don't like the shit he does. Hmm. But maybe maybe he's gonna maybe he's finally gonna get um get a Gangster Girls and that shit's gonna be some um some fly shit. I don't know. But back to the Nas shit. Y'all gotta listen to Nas album. That's all I got. And, um, I don't know the Willis album yet, but no, can, can you just go ahead and just call Twenty One Savage a crazy person? Like you should just calm the fuck down. He's, fuck okay. Up. All right, all right. Uh, the, the, I was in the room. I was modding that room that he said that shit. Is. So, because that shit came from a clubhouse room. Anyway. I, I, I'm going to tell you why I fuck with 21. I fuck with 21 Heavy. Okay. He didn't run from the comment because they were, you know, he, that room that I'm always in, if you ever see me in this, the ADHD room, but it's called Old Debates or Heated Debates, it's really a young versus old, north versus south, ends up being always some shit like that that happens. You know what I'm saying? And it's, you know what I'm saying, the old guard against you know, the young guard, blah, blah, blah. There's a bunch of people in there, a bunch of managers of the, of the, of the young folks that come in there a lot. And then 21 started coming in. And then he's just been coming in there regularly. So he was feeling them. He, I don't want to say he was feeling himself, but he was feeling himself, as he should. They was coming off. They broke a few records, I think, of like the fastest to like 150,000 ever, some shit like that. They had the number one album in the country, you know, the 21 Savage and Drake album and shit like that. Shout out to everybody that's making them funny Drake music. Shit's just hysterical. And he, they were talking about, we were going through everything, and we mentioned Nas, and he said, man, and I forgot how the conversation went. He was like, Nas is not relevant. But in full context, what he was saying was, which makes perfect sense, Nas is not relevant to my 18-year-old son, right? Mm -hmm. Him saying that made sense to me, but I get in context how it went out and how everybody just clipped that clip and ran with it. I don't. Because you don't think so? I I don't because the shit that I heard or or like was heard reported. I don't know if I heard him say shit exactly or if I heard like what it was reported. It reported Nas isn't relevant. He right. made dope ass music and has yeah. a, but he has, but he makes dope ass music and has a lot of fans. Has his fan base and shit. And right. as soon as, as soon as he fought, as soon as I heard that whole shit, if I just heard Nas mm-hmm. is, isn't relevant, then it's like whatever. But I heard Nas isn't relevant. But he makes dope, but he still makes like dope ass music and he has like this great fan base and shit. So I knew exactly what 21 Savage was saying. He was saying that this nigga's old. He ain't fucking popping to like, he ain't popping, popping like hot, you know what I'm saying? But he's dope as fuck. And niggas that know he's dope as fuck know he's dope as fuck. Right, but you, you, but Joe, you are of a certain age and you're not, you don't get caught up in a headline. Right. Yeah. So I I understand why you understand it, and and probably feels the same way. But at, when you get academics running with it, and he's creating a narrative around it, and yeah. then he's digging in as he's calling niggas dusty and all that shit, he be saying this shit like that. That's what happened. So it ended up being uh. that. But I'll salute Twenty One because when he made it, you know, there was a couple of old heads and there actually a couple of old head industry niggas in there, myself included. He was like, all right, y'all got it. I'll be y'all, I'll be y'all. And niggas was like, nah, 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 I stayed. And he stayed and was like, yo, let me tell you. A couple of folks was like, yo, let me tell you why. And he was like, and you should appreciate that he's doing that now because 30 years in your career, you're going to want to still be able to sell 50 to 100,000, whatever, however they rank the units and shit, or still be that revered and winning a mm-hmm. Grammy 30 years later from the time that you came out. And he was able to, and that's the part that the rest of it that didn't get talked about. He was like, you know what? I see the 
perspective, I know why you're saying that. You know what I'm saying? And it made sense when he was just like, oh, he was like, nah, you're right. I do want to be like, if I'm still, if I still feel like rapping 30 years from now, I want to still be able to go on tour 30 years from now. Motherfuckers still appreciate my old shit and my new shit. So shout out to 20, shout out to 21. He did. So I was just saying that, and that I know how it sounded, but when the full, cause he stayed in there, he was in there for like three, three, he was, he comes to the room now a lot. He was in there for like four hours and that just came up and then that became a thing. But shout out to him for like standing, standing down on this shit and then understanding and being able to hear us old niggas. I don't say us old niggas, but you know what I'm saying? Niggas that's just been veterans in this shit, rather be as fans, consumers, or worked in the industry and shit like that. But shout out to him for understanding what was going on. So salute to him. Um, Excuse me. Sports. Knicks. Knicks. Knicks won last night. Shout out to the Knicks won last night. Um, over the Joker list, <laughs> the Joker list, um, uh, uh, Nuggets. I forgot what the score was, and um, same niggas give us one forty-five. OKC. They we beat the Nuggets yesterday. Shout out to Julius Randle had a had a strong game with um thirty-four points, eleven rebound, eleven rebounds, four steals at that. You know what I'm saying. Okay. Brunson, Brunson had a, um, he started out late. He, he started out kind of slow, but then he came on strong. Ended up with 21 points, five rebounds, and seven assists. He's just been the best player on this team this whole year. And All right. Shot to him. Okay. So quick, so quick question. And mm-hmm. and so what's their record now? Oh shit. I, uh, I think it's eight and seven. I have it up. Eight, I'll be able to tell you. I think seven. it's eight and seven. Eight and Nine seven. And, uh, yeah, eight and seven. Yeah, I'm right. Eight and seven. Yeah. So, so they're almost at like the quarter mark of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay. At what point do you start to get a little bit concerned about RJ Barrett? Uh, I'm concerned. Now. I'm concerned. No, 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 no. I'm concerned now. People are gonna say give more time. This is my novice aspect of it. And I always say novice because I don't have the intricacies of it. And I'm not, and I don't, you know, a lot of shit that I might see on the floor, other people like B or Joe, whoever else might see on the field. I just don't, I, I think RJ needs to play. They, we, he needs an alpha next to him. Like if he had a Donovan Mitchell, if he had whoever, a Katie, I'm just naming names, he would be a lot, I think he would be a lot better. I just think there's a lot, maybe he's put a lot of pressure on him. Maybe he's felt he's feeling the pressure of the contract, but. I know he's out. I'm watching. I see. I know he's out there hustling. He's not out there just fucking chucking. He's out mm-hmm. there hustling, but it's not consistent and it's not connecting. It's the same thing with, I'll say the same thing with Reddish. You know what I'm saying? There's good, there's off and on and off and on. If they could ever just find a happy medium, even, you know, even if you're not always on, if you find a happy medium where RJ's giving you, let's just say, 18 a night and Reddish is giving you 15 a night and solid defense, I think you can stabilize it. But right now, you're going to end up at some point in time needing more from them, especially the way that Tibbs, and I'll, and I'll hand it to Joe in a minute, especially the way Tibbs is now going to this four-man bench lineup, which is not going to last because we know we can't play Derrick Rose that many minutes. We're going to have to get um, Fournier back involved sooner or later. So that four-man bench is not a Tibbs-style thing, and He's going to have to do a little bit. He's going to have to figure something out. He's going to have to trust Fournier and coach him up or something because that four-man bench thing is not going to work, not going to last. You're going to need to get more bodies because we all know Rose is going to break down. And one of the big, another one of these bigs might get hurt or get banged up again, especially with Robinson out. And he's just going to 
I don't want to get into it. He's just gonna keep getting hurt. He's not gonna. He's not gonna be around the whole time. So, but I don't know, Joe. You got any thoughts? Um, shit. My main thing with RJ, I ain't too worried about him. I mean, he averaging like 18 points a game. I mean, nigga shooting like shit. But yeah. Yep. I, I. But I kind of. Uh, I kind of want to chalk it up to like this being like a drastically different like dynamic form. Um, in like with the point, talking about with the point, yeah, it's not the fourth year, fourth year, fourth year. He's with um, with Jalen, with Jalen, yeah, okay, got it, yeah, you know, actually, like, you know, have him actually him not being like the second best player on the team anymore, you know what I'm saying? He is, he's the third best player in the team, and you got a motherfucker that takes it over. I mean, it should make it easier for him. But I don't know if he's pushing it, if he's pressing too hard. You know what I'm saying? I've seen this motherfucker miss way too many fucking layups and shit and, and not get to the line certain times for me to, like, be feeling them. But I, I, I'll give him some more time because at the end of the day, yeah, he got the, you know, the nice extension. But I believe there's incentives that make it, you know, a 120, uh, $120 million type deal and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And for a player that gives what he does in terms of, like, at least the points, even though it's not, like, efficient enough. There's motherfuckers that's worse, you know what I'm saying? And, shit, if motherfuckers, like, and I think, like, you know, give it, like, another season or two, motherfuckers would take, I think motherfuckers would take RJ contract if he doesn't want to trade this motherfucker. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Young yeah. shit, they would take it, so. Sure. So I'm not, so I'm not that worried about it, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I wish he was, I guess I wish he was, you know, proven to be, you know, a consistent, you know, shooter and shit, shooting like, you know, 40% or at least 35%, or, you know. From, from three, three to and, from three? Okay. Yeah, and shooting like, you know, 45% from the field in general, mm-hmm. shooting like at least 85, 90 from the free throw line and, you know, still doing the defense shit. But, you know, I'll just chalk it up to this motherfucker. He, he got his bread, he's trying to prove that he deserves it. Fucking going hard, you know what I'm saying? That's the one thing. He is going hard, so I just hope that shit yeah, goes in line because hustle more consistent. Is there. He's definitely hustling. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he's, I'll say this about free throw percent. He has gotten better. I'm just looking at it. He started mm-hmm. when he came in as a rookie at 61, and he's now at um 74%. So he, it's gradually going up every single year. But guys. But nah, that's pretty much it. Like, I'm not, okay. I'm not that worried. I, 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 I wish he was better, but. Jalen Brunson is that much better. Not a whole lot better, but he's that much better than RJ to play. And he's also that much better than I thought he would be um, in there, you know, as, as a part of the team. Only thing I kind of wish is that we would have um, moved RJ and shit and fucking uh, – I mean, I, I, honestly, we probably wouldn't have got that deal because they were talking about fucking um, Danny Ainge wasn't going to make no deal with niggas regardless. But if we could have – Got Donovan in there and shit. He could mm-hmm. have RJ. Right. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's a I, fact. I, that's I, a fact. I, 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 I ain't mad at nothing the Knicks is doing right now. Yeah, me neither. Right, five hundred above five hundred, playing good ball, beating some teams that they shouldn't beat, even though they get beat by some teams they should beat. That's just whatever. I'm good with it. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um, and about them now. Oh, okay. I'm just gonna keep saying that that four man bench line rotation that's gonna be a problem sooner or later because, like I said, you can't you're not gonna be able to lean on Rose the way they're trying to lean on Rose right now. They're gonna have to 
get because technically Fournier's just been he's healthy scratches every night. So you're gonna have to get him back involved. Plus you need his shooting because the Knicks um, shooting from three is just atrocious. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is on the season, but they're always like around throughout no higher than that. They're like between 25 and 30 percent all all the time. You know what I'm saying? They never. If you run into one of these teams that get hot, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna have. You're gonna. Have, it's gonna be a long. It's gonna be a long night. But um, uh, Giants were on a bye. Were y'all on a bye? Yeah, y'all. No, no, y'all weren't on a bye. Y'all won. Yeah, one. The Jets, my bad. The Jets won. The Jets won. The Jets won. My bad. The Jets won. I don't know if I care about the Jets. Nah, I'm about the Giants, nigga. Yeah, shout out to the Giants. They beat, oh, they beat the Texans 24-16. Shout out to Saquon Barkley. I didn't expect him to have that many carries and, you know, coming off the injury. But he had 35 carries, 152 yards, and a touch. You know, definitely um, leading candidate for comeback player of the year. It's a two-man race between him and Derrick Henry. So, but Giants are a year ahead of schedule and shit like that. But as long as they keep winning, fuck it. Like, let's go. Both New York teams. I know that Giants fans, but both New York teams. Fuck that. Keep going. Get that shit. Go up. All the way up with that shit. Um, mm-hmm. 49ers, I think. What did the 49 Oh, 49ers beat the, the shitty-ass Chargers. Fuck the Chargers and shit like that. Um, <clears throat> so, shout-out to B. My team... Lost to the oh shit, little wait is it? My team fucking lost to a motherfucking coach that came out the fucking <laughs> that was out of the booth that never coached that never coached the NFL or college team or a coordinator in his life and beat us. So the Raiders Raiders are just shit right now. I mean, I don't know. I don't have no words. We don't gotta get into it. The Raiders just um they just shit right now. That's Shout out to I the got. boy Derek Carr. Was it was it this game or was it the week before? I think it was this game when he's out there crying and shit. Yeah, yeah, that was it. That was after this game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved it though. You know what I'm saying? I mean, motherfuckers could make fun of that shit, but like, I dig that the motherfucker cares so much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I dig. He, he was crying. So he wasn't blubbering, crying. Cry. But he was crying because he was he was mad because, like he said, and, and you know, it's my team, so I follow it. There was a fight. Like a couple of players didn't play. They were just not playing. But there was a fight in the locker room, and that's why all that. That's why he was like the way that he was. Because there was a fight before the game, lead all throughout the week. So a couple people didn't play. They just got benched for fighting and shit like that. And so he was just mad because niggas is just mad, not buying into the whole situation. And um, Devontae Adams said the same shit. Like, niggas is not, but he just, he just, you know, handled like a G. Like, man, these niggas ain't doing shit. <laughs> niggas is fucking up, Brian, and shit like that. So, but yeah, it was, it was, it was a, it was a weird, um, weird sight. Um, I don't know, did anybody, I don't know, and you saw the Buffalo game? Yeah. Yeah, that shit was wild at the end. Fucking Buffalo. They're not real. And I'm gonna just keep saying it. I've been saying it until they get a running game. They're not a real team to be worried about. And now, they, and now they're gonna play in Detroit this week. Yeah. And, and global warming fucked up because it's like <laughs> niggas talking about Buffalo. They expecting someone between three to six feet of snow. The fuck. Oh, they're gonna be at home. No, they they moved they moved again in Detroit. Oh well, Detroit. Oh, they moved it to Detroit. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Detroit's oh, away. I didn't realize that. Right. What the so, fuck so you like, moved it to the? It's gonna be three. So what? The fucking it's football. <laughs> but I guess so. I don't know. That's weird. Nigga, you, nigga, you ever try to walk in a foot of snow? Me, it's football. They play that shit like that shit all the time. We ain't never seen right. them move that shit. Right. Not three feet of the shit. Nigga, shit, that's nigga, a kneecap. 
I promise you we could probably go through the archives and see in the last 10 years, see some games in Buffalo or Philly or Chicago or Green Bay where that shit is like that for 1,000%. I wish it would play in Buffalo. I'd have hit the under so hard, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with North Carolina. They got to get that shit popping. And um, they got to get this, the fucking, uh, what you want to call them, popping. The gambling popping. Because I've been, I would have hit on so much shit. Uh, let me go through. Oh, one of the things I found that was funny. Um, do you know Dan, Do you know the nickname that Saquon Barkley gave Daniel Jones? Vanilla Vic. What was that? Vanilla Vic. Vanilla Vic. I I did heard that though. That's that's. Old. Oh, I never. Oh, I never. I never heard him say that shit. Um, I'm just running through. Vanilla Vic. Yeah, Vanilla Vic. Yeah. That's old. Yeah. I'm just running yeah, through some shit to stop, see. Stop shooting this white boy Bell. Trust me, he ain't it. Yeah, I'm just running through uh, to see some shit. Uh, Russia bomb Poland. That was crazy. Yeah, great, great. Oh, this shit, great. The, um, this shit, and I don't know if I, I think I thought I put it in our um, group chat, but this shit, um, motherfucking Bang Bros <laughs> plans to submit another another bid to the naming rights to the Miami Heat arena, and they want to call it the BBC. <laughs> I remember back in the day with Bang Bros was catching like some flack or some shit, cause some motherfuckers actually thought like they uh, like the initial like shit they was doing. Oh, they bang bus shit was like, yeah. Yeah. They, I mean, I, I don't know how big a story it was, but I remember it was like a thing. Like, oh, they really doing this? They really picking up chicks, fucking them, and dropping them off without giving them no bread? That's crazy. Well, nah. Well, okay, so the whole thing was they were picked. Some of the chicks they picked up were random, but it was it was in between the ones where it was people that were really just you know stars, knowing what they were playing the role. Mm-hmm. But some of the chicks did pick up, and they did pay them. They paid them obviously less, but they did pay them because once it got popular, some of the women wanted to be part of the whole situation. Yeah, but now a lot so of a lot of movies with the old movies with end was like, yeah, now we're gonna give you some bread, and they drive over. Oh, the bitch be chasing. I think I fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, but they didn't do that. Yeah, they didn't do that to those women, but most of the women, some of the women were real as they went through it, shit like yeah. that. They did get some girls going wild type chicks out there and shit like that. But um, other than that, I think we covered everything. Um, Malcolm X murderers, hold convicted up, murderers up, got out, got out. Oh, the city of New York will pay $26 million Sorry. to... Hold um, on. So they're going to pay $26 million to their uh, wrongfully convicted um, killers of Malcolm X. Go ahead, um, Ant. Two men who were wrongfully convicted. I can't necessarily go off the show without saying, and I really hate the phrase thoughts and prayers, but you really thoughts and prayers. <laughs> Uh, to those young boys who got killed at University of Virginia. Oh, Virginia, yeah, when yeah. that former play came back. Yeah, I had to, I had an article on it, but I don't have their names up. Um, but yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, to those. We, we stay in Virginia. That's 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 not nah, that's not yeah, it. That's a terrible way crazy. to go. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Rest in peace, those brothers and prayers. Yeah, that's family. some that's some that's some scary shit, man. That's some scary That's shit. That's Thinking yep. about, I mean, these kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't even, like, I, I, I can't, I remember being in college and shit, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, being like, I'm about like 20, almost, well, not 20, but almost 20 years removed from like graduating and shit. And it's just thinking, like, thinking as a 40 something year old, it's not, I think about these motherfuckers being kids, you know what I'm saying? Just like, it's fucking mm-hmm. kids, man. And nah, yeah, it's, but, it's, 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 God bless, man. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this: I was at a school shooting. 
my school, the guy got off at the wrong station and shot because he got got mad because he got off at the wrong station. Colin Ferguson went to Adelphi. That's where I went to high, That's where I went to college at. He was coming back to our school, and the way our school is set up. There's two, the Long Island Railroad, there's two train stops that's literally like about, I would say, eight city blocks from each other in Garden City. Uh, not too far from Roosevelt Field, if you know how um, Long Island is set up, and not too far from Hofstra, if you know Hofstra, where Delphi is set, is set in a very affluent, one of the richest communities in um, in New York State. And yep. he got off at the, he got on the wrong train, and that's why he ended up just shooting random people, because he was coming to our school to kill the African-American professor that kicked him out of class because he was questioning why there was a white person in the African-American studies class that he kept heckling the dude. Like, we like we know Colin from, like, I didn't know him personally, but we knew who he was. Like, he was one of those dudes. You ever had, Joe, you might have seen it too, or you might have Matter of fact, you know, because you probably got somebody like this, Joe, you might have seen somebody like this in high school. Somebody just walks around murmuring to themselves all the time. And then when you talk to them, they always talk to some crazy fucking militant shit all the time. Uh, yes. That was Colin for that was Colin Ferguson on campus all the time, every day, all day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we literally went into we went into lockdown and I remember the dean, Demon Demon Diamondopolis, whatever his name was, it was like anybody and we had FBI on campus and because the media was trying to get on campus and because we had our campus is open, it's like there's no security because in such an affluent town, there's really no security. And after that, we fucking literally had like FBI agents because there was like um with the the chick from like all my children and a couple of rich people's kids was there, so they were scared and all type of shit. So we had like FBI agents, security at every dorm and at all the shit. And anybody that talked to the media was immediate expulsions. So shit, it was a crazy. And I'm just saying that shit because you know that shit happened so close, and he was coming to our school, and who knows what would have happened. You know what I'm saying? If he couldn't find the African-American teacher, and we just randomly walking around the yard chilling. You know what I'm saying? You just open fire. I mean, maybe I'm safe because, you know, I, I, I got the right color, but who knows what the fuck would have happened. So I definitely understand and, you know, sympathize with those folks in um, Virginia and shit like that. But other than that, I think we um, covered everything, right? Anybody, got, anybody else got anything? Nope. Nah, enjoy that. Enjoy Thanksgiving next week, people. Spend time Word. with the family. Yes, everybody. You've been apart for what two years now because of all the pandemic stuff. If you vaccinate, you can spend time with the people. Please go ahead and do so, man. We talk about, like I said, the the shit in Virginia and then the other shit in Mexico, Mexico, in Mexico. Yeah. You gotta realize who your your family is, who your friend is, the people that's important to you. Spend time with them because you'll never know when you're gonna see them again. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, shit like that. There won't be uh, probably won't do. We're probably not gonna record next week because of the holiday and shit like that. We'll be we will be back the week after and shit like that. So as always, you can get at us on, at better at better than you on IG. We want all the praise. We want all the smoke. Until oh, make sure you listen to the Nas album. I'm gonna keep saying that shit. That shit's so fucking dope. Until until next week.